0: A few days ago, I got back from Hawaii, as some of you guys may know if you've been following along in my journeys on Instagram or whatnot, and also that's why this episode is going up a few days late. Um, and honestly, I have so much to tell you guys, I'm just so excited to share what I discovered, the adventures I had, and everything, I'm currently working on a video. Um, but first of all, welcome back to the podcast, I'm trying to keep it more casual, you know, like. I realized through the past few days of being back home, I've been overthinking the podcast a lot. I've been sitting here like the first five or six episodes, I would say, or every episode before this one has been kind of scripted in a sense where I know exactly what my talking points are, specific quotes I want to pull from. And honestly, guys, I want to start doing it a bit more casual. Um, I find that overthinking and trying to make this thing more presentable to an audience just makes it not as fun to me I guess like this is supposed to be the casual place to just have a conversation with you guys you know like I'm, I'm starting to make this a little more complicated than it has to be so this is just going to be me once a week just spewing my thoughts out there in the universe and hopefully someone takes something away from it uh, at the end of the day this is kind of this was all created to be my own therapy, you know? Sometimes just speaking out loud is good therapy, um, so whether or not there's someone to appreciate on the other end isn't going to influence the creative decisions that I make. Okay, anyways, so hopefully you guys have been doing good. I know it's been a few days since I should have posted this. Uh, just been all over the place. I came back home from Hawaii went straight to a comedy show. Uh, I've always been really interested in comedy. Uh, If you guys know who Hasan Minhaj is, I went to a comedy show with him, or uh, one of his comedy shows. He's on tour right now. Comedians have always been very interesting to me because I think being a comedian is like the hardest creative field because it's very hard to come up with new material, make people laugh. But also, if you're good at being a comedian, I feel like if you're good at embarrassing yourself, you could really get good at being a comedian because it's also one of the creative fields where... Uh, I think it might be the only creative field where you get instant feedback. Like, you get feedback right away. If your joke is trash, people will let you know by not laughing, right? If your joke is good, people will laugh. So, you can iterate faster. So, you can basically just make a bunch of jokes that people will laugh at. Or, um, based on what people laughed at, you can make new material that's kind of like that, you know? So, anyways, that's a little tangent. Went and saw Hassan Minhaj, and I'm severely jet-lagged still. Uh, but I have a lot of stories to tell you guys, um... So basically, Hawaii. Anyways, why did I decide to go to Hawaii? If you guys haven't listened to any of the other podcast episodes where I mention it, basically, I went to Hawaii because of a few reasons. The first one is I wanted to meet up with Amber. Her name is Amber. She's a supporter of Keep It Wholesome, and she's actually the person who submitted the first ever order from the Keep It Wholesome website almost exactly two years ago today. Which is crazy, Uh, most insane thing ever, I think February 1st is the two year anniversary of that release, and I decided to reach out to her because, hey, I wanted to travel a lot this year, I was like, hey, why don't I reach out to you, I think it'd be kind of cool to just meet up with uh, one of the OGs, like, she's got the receipts, okay, she is an OG, so reached out to her. She said she was down to meet up. We did meet up in Hawaii along with Kamara, which is another person, a member of the community, and she has also been supporting for a while. So it was like the most surreal thing to like be able to meet them in real life and hang out and just talk with them. And I don't know, it just made me happy. It was one of those moments where I was left like genuinely like wanting to cry after that interaction. And it's not like anything sad was spoken about. It's just that like, to have that interaction with you guys in person and, and talk and uh, there's something very intimate about that that you can't get online like sometimes online you just see the numbers but this time I actually went out there um, I emailed Amber and we met up and I talked to her and I talked to Kamara about Keep A Wholesome about life and a lot of different things and just had a genuine conversation so that honestly made Probably is one of the highlights of this year going forward, just meeting up with them. Um, I think that was an amazing thing. Also, like, I'm, I'm hoping to travel a lot more, so shoot me a DM if you're anywhere and want to go on a trip or anything. Anyways, so back on the note of why I decided to go to Hawaii. At the same time that I wanted to meet up with Amber and these Keep It Wholesome supporters, I actually got a message from my friend Amanda. Now, me and Amanda went to the same high school. She's a year younger than me. She's actually on a gap year, quote unquote, but I think she's just going to end up living in Hawaii. She has a really cool lifestyle. And essentially, she had a place out there, wanted to hang out. And I was like, hey, I'd be so down to like come out there for a few weeks. And she was like, I'm totally fine with that. You can crash on my couch for about a week, right? So I was like, totally cool. We're going to do this. And so what ended up happening actually is some of the plans got delayed. So I ended up flying in uh, the 11th and Amanda wouldn't get there till the 14th. So I had three days where I had no idea where I was staying and I had a lot of anxiety surrounding this. You guys will see this when I release the video, but I was very like, I don't even know where I'm going to stay. I don't know what I'm doing. And I was bouncing between maybe even canceling my flight and rebooking with Amanda or maybe I would book a hotel room for three days, but then that'd be kind of expensive, or maybe even get an Airbnb or rent a car and just sleep on it in campsites. So I was like all over the place. I was very anxious, and I just didn't know what to do because the plans got changed. I had three days alone, and what I decided to do, and I was debating this for a while, I decided to book uh, three nights at a hostel. Now, I didn't really know much about hostels before this trip. If you guys don't know, hostels are very cheap living spaces. They're kind of like dorm-like, so the room, I know this sounds terrible, but the room I was sleeping in had 10 people in it, okay? They were bunk-style, and they're really cheap. It's for young travelers. These are very common around Europe, and I know I have a big audience there, so you guys probably know all about this. Um... And yeah, I decided to stay in a hostel, very cheap living situation. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I knew no one going into this. So I was like, oh gosh, like this is a scary thing. What if my gear gets stolen? What am I going to do most of the days? Am I going to meet people? How am I going to meet people? Like, are they going to be cool? I'm going to be recording everything. What's going to happen? So all these thoughts are just kind of like in my head. And I decided to book this hostel because it's the cheapest option. And hey, I'm pushing my comfort zone. This is the most notable time or or most recent time where I've had to really push myself out of my comfort zone because I feel like I haven't been able to do lots of things that have pushed me out of my comfort zone recently so this has been one opportunity I'm like I'm gonna go for it we're gonna stay in a hostel for three nights how bad can it be right and literally like up until I actually arrived there I was just kind of in my head about this whole thing so I fly to Hawaii it's a 5-hour flight to LA, I have a 5-hour layover, and during that layover, I meet up with some people on Instagram, I got, I got lunch with my friend Matthew, it was really cool, and then I had a 5-hour flight to Hawaii from LA, so lots of traveling, I was tired, but I did get a lot of footage, I'm excited to edit this video. But anyways, I arrive at the airport, I get picked up by this this old man, his name's Bob. I actually took a Polaroid picture with him, so he's up on my wall right now, I'm looking at the picture we took, and he gave uh, me some advice and just talked to me, which was pretty cool, and he drops me off at this hostel. And the funniest thing is, when I'm talking to Bob in that car, he's like, what brings you to this hostel? Like, does this look good online? Do the pictures look good? And you guys will see it when I release a YouTube video, but literally he's talking like, he's like he genuinely said to right to my face when I'm like in my head about, oh, should I book this hostel night? He's like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look so good. And he's basically saying all these negative things about the hostel. I'm like, oh gosh, what I get on my, what I get myself into. But I digress. I drop, I get dropped off at the hostel. Right. And immediately I meet this kid, his name's Jason. Uh, and we hit it off really quickly like I don't know why we're both flying in separate ways and that's why I learned a lot of people that travel in hostels actually travel alone because obviously you want other people to talk to and we get to talking we go downtown we get some food we meet up with this other person her name's Jamie and we decided to go on a hike the next day and in these moments all that fear all that anxiety about like holy crap why sh- why did I do this I should have booked a hotel I-, I-, I don't need to do this I'm scared I don't know what I'm gonna do all of that evaporated in thin air essentially and I began my Hawaiian journey (laughs) and it's so cool to realize that hey if anything different would have happened if I would have gotten delayed a bit if I would have taken an uber instead of taking a van actually the van service didn't even have me on their registry so I had to like call them up and get Bob the van driver to pick me up from the airport because they said they couldn't see my payment or whatever. So if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have met Jason and these amazing people I met during my trip. It just also happened by chance. And I'm really thankful for that chance. And here's, I guess, the main thing I learned from this trip, which is that nothing good comes with the absence of fear. And what I mean by that is that Great things and great opportunities that arise for you to grow as a human being and grow as a person always come hand in hand with fear. It's not a thing where you can just take growth as an option and leave fear behind. Those two things come coupled. I was so scared about traveling alone and staying in this place and not knowing anyone there But it's because of that fear and it's in overcoming that that I grew as a person and now I know that from this trip I'm going to be traveling a lot more alone and taking the things I learned on this trip towards other ones and I'll become more confident in myself. So overall I can say that the overcoming of that fear has honestly changed my life. And this is a theme that came up a lot because obviously this trip was somewhere, something where I challenged myself a lot. I had to meet a lot of new people. My social battery was drained almost from like the first day, but we had to keep going. And I feel like I learned a lot about different people across the world. You know, you meet people from like Montreal, Quebec, you meet people from London and all over the country. And it's just the most amazing, enriching experience. But those were the first three days, and then I ended up hanging out with Amanda, spending some time there. We met up with some friends in the hostel who were actually staying long-term, so she got some friends out of it, and we went on hikes, did all these amazing things, and I eventually met up with, like I said, Amber and Kamara, two amazing, amazing, kind souls uh, from the Keep A Wholesome community. And and yeah, it was just such a fulfilling journey and adventure, and I think that's the, the biggest takeaway definitely has been My personal realization that growth only comes with fear or good moments only come with fear and um, it's, it's a necessity and you kind of train that muscle against that fear to grow more as a human and the more fear that you overcome, the more you're able to grow in the future and you just become this amazing solid rock of a person who can't be deterred from doing anything essentially. So I had a great time there, um, and I'm sure you guys will see it in the video, I don't want to spoil everything, but some we had some amazing moments, some great sunrises, sunsets, I met up with some people I knew off of Instagram for years, I met up with some people I knew off of TikTok, uh, just the coolest trip of just meeting all these different strangers who would eventually become friends by the end of this trip. A particular guy I met, his name's Alex, which was really cool because if we rewind to Simon when I was 13 years old, right? When I was 13 years old, I really wanted to start a clothing brand. Kind of ironic. I guess I'm here fulfilling my 13-year-old dreams with Keep It Wholesome, but I wanted to make a clothing brand, right? And I wanted to make a sample because basically when you start a clothing brand or make a design or a collection, you want to start with a sample, which is basically just buying a single hoodie, t-shirt, sweatshirt, long sleeve. I think I started with a long sleeve, right? And the brand was going to be called Chaotica. Um, now that I think about it, very tacky, very, very not that great. <laughs> I don't know if I still have this design, but I'm going to try to find it because I think it will be funny. But anyways, I go online and I'm like, how do I make a custom t-shirt? And I was at the time, I was like, I don't want to do custom ink or anything because this is dumb. And, you know, I don't know if they do bulk and I, I wouldn't be able to sell it for a profit. So I look up on Instagram like screen printing or, or printers or custom t-shirts and I find this guy named Alex. I think at the time, it was like Alex's printing press. That's that's what it was. So I go ahead and DM him. I'm like, hey, Alex, uh, I want to make a t-shirt. This is my brand. I'm a 13-year-old kid. I just want to start this. And at the time, Alex was actually, I think, 16 years old. So he's running this printing press out of his parents' garage called Alex's printing press, right? So I DM him. He sends me the design. I end up not going through with that clothing brand, thankfully, because the design wasn't the best. But... It stuck with me because Alex had sent me a handwritten letter and he's like, I don't get many custom orders. You're one of my first. Thank you so much. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So I didn't think much of it after that. Years went on and I would continue to follow Alex and just keep in touch with him. He wanted to start a YouTube channel. He got into real estate and he wanted to do all these different things. And I thought it was really cool to see such a driven person. He's an ROTC as well. So... I've known this guy for forever. So when I put something on my story saying I was going to Hawaii, he actually reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm in Hawaii as well. And we got to hang out. Um, We got to go on hikes together and just talk a lot. I thought it was the most like wholesome experience, I guess, because I've known this guy online for like years and years, like five to six years. And we've both seen each other grow. He's seen me start my like Madden mobile business. Then uh, my old YouTube channels kind of fell apart. Then he's seen me start keep it wholesome and continue with these things, and I've seen him grow as a person and grow into real estate and build this empire of a printing uh, brand and company. So I thought it was really awesome to be able to finally meet up with him. Another person I met up with met up with was Kyle. His name's Kyle. Goes off. He does a lot of travel content and food content. He has an interest- interesting background and just view the world as well. So. This gave me a lot more confidence for the future and I think it's because I overcame that fear that I was like, hey, you know what, in the future I'm going to stay at a hostel, in the future I'm going to travel alone, in the future I'm just going to reach out, post something on my story and see if anyone wants to hang out because I think that's how you make some amazing connections that you, know, you may not have seen coming. And I feel like there's something that's not talked about a lot when you go on amazing trips or anything great happens in your life, there's always a comedown right? When you go on an amazing adventure, when you meet up with new friends, when you have this adrenaline rush, you're, you're on top of the world. There's always a come down, right? Because life is in cycles and you're not going to stay up there for that long. You're not going to be ultimately happy. And in an amazed state of life is the best way I can describe it for long. And I think that's what I experienced the last few days coming back home. I think a lot of it had to do with the jet lag, but, um, and maybe the weather as well because obviously like when it's colder um you might not do as well mentally or when you don't get as much sun so I would come back I came back to Michigan and uh I think the first night or the first day I was really struggling I was in my head about a lot of things and um you know intrusive thoughts whatnot just like dealing with it um And I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, whenever I'm struggling, I always look at things I can control, first of all, before I like say anything's actually wrong. And uh, usually that goes along the lines of A, am I getting enough sleep? B, am I creatively giving myself enough breaks? And am I going for more walks? Am I enjoying nature? And usually, (laughs) like the other day, I wasn't getting enough sleep. So I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm kind of struggling right now, but I don't think it's anything to worry about because I haven't been getting enough sleep. Uh, so I kind of dealt with that a bit. And I wanted to talk about that more because like, I don't think it's talked about a lot, you know, like we have bad times, we have good times, but there's a come down from when you have the most amazing time of your life, this most transformative event in your life where you feel like you're on top of the world you gotta kind of come back to a healthy balance and sometimes that hurts a lot and how i kind of cured this lull i guess in my life is uh, i got back to launching up premiere pro and editing uh, a video editing the hawaii video editing this two-year recap of keep it wholesome video um and i realized in that that i really need this creative outlet more than i thought Editing this video and I I realized I caught myself smiling and I was excited again. And I need this creative outlet more than I think. And I think it also shined a light on how important creative outlets are. Outlets for your emotions or ways to express yourself. These aren't things that are like extra on top. I think these are necessary for survival sometimes, you know. At least that's how it felt for me. I was like, if I don't have this creative outlet, then... There's a lot less uh, there's a lot less point to my life, I, I think. And I don't mean to say that in an alarming sense, but just in general, it's what gives my life purpose is, is the creation of these videos and to make people feel through the content I create. And so I would say that if you haven't already, try to follow some of your interests. And if you don't have don't know what your interests are, you don't have any interests, try to try a lot of new things. Because I believe finding those interests and and really chasing after them will lead you to great creative outlets that will help you a lot mentally. And, you know, next time you're on a come down from one of the most amazing experiences or days of your life, you can always rely on that outlet and kind of let it ease you back into the swing of things. I think it gets scary a lot to be inside your own head and to not necessarily know where to put that energy and have it all bottled up and kind of freak yourself out. But I think a lot of times you just have to put that energy into a creative outlet and push it out somewhere, out of your head, out of your mind and and get that on paper, get it in a video, get it in writing, whatever you can do, get it in audio, like a podcast. That's kind of what I use this for. It's self-therapy. So in that sense, I would say that that's another thing that I learned that I wasn't really expecting. I wasn't expecting, you know, I was expecting to learn the things about growth and and the fear that comes with that and overcoming that. It's more or less cliche, but I wasn't expecting to learn about creative outlets and their importance or the come down from a good moment in your life and how to deal with that because that is a real thing. And overall, the journey was amazing. I cannot wait to show you guys this video. Also, I'm working on a two-year Keep A Wholesome recap video for Instagram. Um, I'm so excited for that. And uh, I just can't wait to like put that out there in the world. I think that's going to be amazing. It's It's been crazy to look back on the past two years. I'm probably going to make next week's podcast episode about two years of running a business and what I've learned and uh, working on a community and, and the things that I've learned from that. I'll probably do a two-year special episode. But overall feeling really good, uh, feeling a lot better. But, you know, if, if you're struggling with something, um, just know that you aren't alone, you know, like I think maybe the way I portray myself and how my life has been going, like with this amazing Hawaii trip, which I'm so grateful I was able to have the privilege of going on. There's still a lot of struggles associated and interweaved within that. And it's not all, you know, sunshines and rainbows um so i wanted to show you guys that side and talk about that uh, but obviously it was a lot of sunshines and rainbows at first you know it was it was a great trip overall but uh just a lot of things on the back end that i didn't expect would come into play but overall i think that's all i want to talk about today uh, a little quicker episode like i said i want to keep it casual i don't really want to format in the beginning i was like i want this format where we have people sending quotes at the end where we have people or where we have a weekly affirmation and you know what i want to keep it more casual keep it more like just turn on the mic and go and i think that type of brain dump is healthy and it helps me out a lot and uh, maybe you guys can take something away from it Uh, so i really appreciate it love you guys and i'll see you uh, on monday as always keep it wholesome